0: Shows that make you laugh. Shows that make you think. Music that moves you. It could only be one place. Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at UBNradio.com.
1: Animal Magnetism, exploring animal care for creatures great and small, conservation and preservation in today's world. Find out what a single voice can do to make a difference (laughs) in the lives of animals. Animal Magnetism with Carolyn Hennessy starts right now on UVN Radio.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right. You betcha so much to talk about today, listeners. I'm so glad you're with me once again. For this episode of Animal Magnetism, I am your Animally Magnetic host, Carolyn Hennessy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have in studio Gator McMurtry, but it's really Gator McMurder. I mean, it's not really, but that's what I'm going with. We're going to talk about that okay. in just a moment. We also have another guest on, Ginny uh, Wiseman, who uh, angels, um, ministry and training. Um, no, I'm sorry. What is it? What is it? Pet under? ministry. Pet, Pet ministry. ministry. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm okay. Well, listen, I, I I met her last night and was instantly drawn to her. So uh, we are gonna, we're going to be exploring Ginny Weissman and what she does down in Palm Springs, all of us together. Um, <clears throat> you got to all forgive me today. <clears throat> I'm still getting over something. It is that thing that has been going around, that thing for which I needed to take antibiotics, but still is hanging on with the death grip right here. That's why I sound like Brenda Vaccaro or Linda Blair, <laughs> The Exorcist. I am joined once again from Seattle, from parts close to Seattle, by my producer, co-host, Andrea Compton. Yay! 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 Good morning! <laughs> uh, but- I know. We, we, have, we, have, we have a tremendous <laughs> audience. Exactly. And the ones, that, the ones that are silent are even better. Uh, Yes! (laughs) uh, Andrew, with whom I could not do this show. It's as simple as that. My producer, the handsomest man in radio, Tony Sweet. God bless you. Um, Once again, after four years, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I still am putting out the call for a new theme song. I love Simon and Garfunkel. We're only allowed to play just a smidgen of it. But there is a line in at the zoo that says, the elephants are kindly, but they're dumb. And I have a strong, strong reaction to that because elephants... Are one of the four smartest animals on the planet. So, if anyone feels like coming up with a jingle for yours truly, please do. Upcoming shows: our uh, pet project for pets out of Fort Lauderdale, and my experiences at the Georgia Aquarium, spending the night in the tunnel underneath the Ocean Voyager exhibit. Yes, all of those coming up in the coming weeks. But right now, <laughs> we have <coughs> Gator. Hello, Gator <laughs> McKinley. But your bio is fascinating <laughs> because you says I, you say I don't really have a bio. I don't. Oh, you know, no, you don't. You don't. Um, your stage name is Gator McMurder. Let's mm. talk about that for just nope. a second. <laughs> let's just let's just gloss over that real quickly. Really quickly. So real quickly because we worried. have we have something sitting in your lap and something oh, on yes. the floor oh, and we've yes. got to talk about Thanks why, why so you she's, are here. She's over there now. Oh, is she over she's there? there. <laughs> um, listen, we've had f- we've had ferrets and, and oh. you know <laughs> and lemurs running around oh. this studio. Ooh, I yeah. Love yeah, exactly. So let's talk about McMurder and okay. your band and who you are, and All then right. we'll get into why you're doing what you're doing. Okay.
1: Well, my stage name is Gator McMurder. For many, many years, I had a, actually 15 years, I had a band called Coffin Draggers. As one, I'm one will. Sorry. <laughs> I own a recording studio, and I'm afraid of microphones. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'm usually behind the glass. So anyhow, um, yeah, I've had a band called Coffin Draggers. Um, I have a 1969 huh? Cadillac hearse. Wait a minute, wait
2: a minute, wait a minute. Hang on, hang on. Yes. Spooky, okay. spooky, gothy, rockabilly. Yes. What?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I play upright bass. I've played upright bass since 1985. Wow. Um, uh-huh. My band mixed rockabilly with gothic stuff, with a little bit of punk stuff. All of our songs were kind of dark and spooky. No. Talking, talking, yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> I know. Okay. Talking about dead girls or singing about dead girls and stuff, but with a little comedic twist. There was a little, little tongue-in-cheek with everything. Sure. And we, we would even play like the old local L.A. goth clubs. Am I allowed to mention names? Or of course okay. you are. You're okay. allowed to do anything on this show. Okay. It's my show and really? you can do anything you my want. Goodness.
2: Except mm. except support, <laughs> Except support PETA. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> 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 we, we can talk about that too.
1: <laughs> mm. uh, I have a different name for those initials. I, so, so do I. <laughs> <Yeah>. People
2: eradicating <laughs> tremendous animals. Mm-hmm. There yep. you go.
1: Or people euthanizing their animals. That's
2: right. Okay.
1: Yep. And in fact, I'm going to digress to that. You go right here. ahead. A friend of mine recently sent me an email this these facts that PETA killed I think fourteen thousand dogs and cats last year. Uh-huh. And she, her the subject line was, is this true?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Like, yeah
2: Ninety eight percent. Ninety eight percent of the animals that they take yeah. in that they say they will find forever homes for, they kill. Yep. Go back to you.
1: It's awful. And <clears throat> awful thing is we know well, my girlfriend knows some celebrities in Malibu that support PETA. Oh, yeah. And they, they don't seem to no. get it. No, no, no. I've lost it. friends. I've yeah, lost it's, friends. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah.
2: But anyhow. <laughs> Back to McMurder. Speaking of murder,
1: murder, um, this is a different kind of murder. Anyhow, yeah, I play upright bass. I've, I've been into the whole rockabilly thing since 1981. Um, I've always liked darker things. You know, like like classic vampire movies and just spooky stuff like that. And my, I just shot a horror film that's woo-hoo. right up your alley. Oh, but that's cool. that's
2: a different story. Go that's ahead. Very cool.
1: Um, my mom recently, actually a couple of years ago, gave me a drawing that I made when I was a little kid of a hearse that I drew. So I've always oh. been into things. It's like you were
2: you were living Harold and Maude. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except <clears throat> I'd,
1: I'd love to have that Jaguar hearse. Well, wouldn't well. we all? <clears throat> but anyhow, I do have a 1969 Cadillac hearse, and I was lucky enough to get the personalized license plate C F N D R G R for Coffin Dragger, sure. which <laughs> So, but
2: that's so that's so that's that's who you are. You're kind of you're 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 L A local. L A local. Okay, yeah. so so. You and your girlfriend, Patty. Mm-hmm. When are you going to marry her? But that's a, that's a different <laughs> story. Because you have been rescuing dogs, but specific dogs,
0: mm-hmm.
2: for a dozen years. Yeah. But you, and this is something I don't, I th- I don't think we've touched on the way we're going to touch on it today on this show. Your specific focus is senior dogs. Mm-hmm. And we're going right. to talk about why, why senior dogs, A, are neglected, why they're dumped why you are drawn to them but Andrea has the question the question that we always start out with all of our guests oh it's very simple it's very painless oh it's so easy
0: but it gives us a lot of insight into who who our guests are and each time we learn a little bit more and we love that and we want our audience to to have that insight as well what was that first animal that you had that bonding experience with that now has put you on this path to, to angels and training, to what you must do to that calling.
1: The first, what an, was that animal? Yeah. first Ever. Animal, ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> ever. When I that was, one. when I was really young, I can't remember how old, four or five years old, I had a, a dog named Fritzy that unfortunately passed away right in front of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, being raised by hillbillies in Pomona, um, <laughs> actually my family are hillbillies they're from most of them are from tennessee my dad was born in a cabin in knoxville and um but anyhow growing up in pomona um Fritzie passed away right in front of me and we let him to rest in the backyard mm-hmm. as we did all of our animals mm-hmm. back then and that very night i had a dream that there was a shoebox. We
2: encourage crying on this show <laughs> Sorry. because yeah. guess who? Guess what? I cry all I'm the time. A, I'm listeners. a big softy. That's a mo- fine. I have a
1: mohawk and we're all black. I have, my name is McMurder, but
2: that's fine. I'm a you softie. know what? The, <laughs> the, yes, right. The softest people usually do. I mean, it's like they're tough, 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 and your cream puffs on the inside. And we love that. That's what we love. That's what we love. Yeah. Well,
1: but anyhow, um, in my dream, there was a shoebox, and I open the shoebox, and this puppy jumps out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know, that's just always stuck with me, but... It, that was know, it? That was it, yeah. That was it. You were hooked. It was yeah. in your blood but from the, after that. But unfortunately, back to my family, since they were hillbillies, dogs weren't the way they are to us now. They were kept in the backyard. They were just, you know, yeah. all of our animals were in the backyard. We we had <clears> we had dogs, goats, chickens, ducks. We had a horse. Um, but one time the horse came in the kitchen, though. <laughs> 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 but, but the way I was raised, animals are, you know, animals. And my dad's actually a Pentecostal preacher, and I've been at odds with him for years because he kept saying that in the Bible it says God gave us charge over the animals or dominion over the animals, which basically said we
2: keep them in the backyard. Keep in the backyard.
1: No. And no. I kind of rebelled against that. Yeah, and
2: yeah <laughs> I, I, I mean, all, 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 all props to Dad. <laughs> but um, the Bible was written by men mm-hmm. uh, and it's a lovely lovely story and if you and if you adhere to basically that one principle in the bible which is due unto others that golden rule mm-hmm. but others also includes animals
1: mm-hmm.
2: absolutely it's, it's animals it's a
1: lovely story but it's also a very scary horror story it's a scary it? horror story yes, exactly
2: yeah. exactly <laughs> and no we don't have dominion we mm-hmm. have we have care and protection yeah over animals exactly we exactly. protect them, and yep. we care for them, and my mantra is because i one of one of them one of my many is because I do understand the food chain. Mm-hmm. I get the food chain it's all about how we care for what we wear and how we treat what we mm. eat it's as simple as that, mm. so you know yep. God, dad, <laughs> yay, go, dad, <laughs> but dad, turn it around, man yep, turn it around, yep. understand that if we should be walking side by side with these creatures until we you know gently, gently and lovingly. Perhaps put them on our dinner table yeah. or on our backs. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, it's like because we we have to. It's it's they're they're there for they're there for a reason. But
1: I am vegan. So it's, that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine.
2: And we usually have a vegan tease on this show, and uh, we're not we're not we we are we are sort of foregoing that for the next little bit. But. We have a wonderful vegan teas where mm. we talk about vegan recipes because oh, cool. I've tried to go vegan. I really have. Oh, I've got a wonderful one. for Okay, you. well then you know what? You may be our new our next vegan uh, vegan teas contributor. Okay. Cool. Hello. <laughs> oh. All these accidental what? things. All these, and there is no no accidents. But <laughs> I so so understanding the food chain. I get it. Okay. Now but let's talk about you mm-hmm. <coughs> <uh-oh. laughs> and senior dogs. Yes. Senior dogs specifically because. We are so pro adoption on this show. Cool. We are, and uh, you adopt, you don't shop. Mm-hmm. Adopt, exactly. don't shop. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, I've got I've got friends who say, "Oh, well, I really needed this breed," and I say, "There are rescues mm. for that breed, or this breed, or that breed." But specifically, That's we can talk about the too. ones like, <laughs> like for instance. We've we've had Leo Grillo on this show, who uh, who uh, owns and operates Delta Rescue. Mm. Now he doesn't specifically, uh, you know, attach himself to senior dogs. Mm-hmm. It's all the dogs that are dumped. So yeah. I'm sure he has a lot of seniors. Probably. Why senior dogs for you?
1: Um, many reasons. Um, basically they're just total sweethearts, <laughs> as you can see.
2: Well, um, can, we, can we get a little, can we, can we zoom in on that on on this thing? This, this is, thing. This is Fay. Oh, Fay. <laughs>
1: And you'll see her mouth is all weird, and we can get into that if you want to sure. later. Sure, but, sure. But um, senior dogs seem—I I don't want to say they have it worse than any other dogs, but they get dumped for the stupidest reasons, because they're old. Well— they, they get dumped just because they're old. They're and old, sometimes.
2: and with, with, with old comes what what humans go through, yeah. the incontinence. In, yeah. um, um, they, they're not able to remember. They go mm-hmm. blind. Yeah. They're not able to hear. Mm-hmm. And they become, <laughs> what? What's the word to those those unevolved among us? Nuisances? Disposable. <clears throat> they become disposable. They become, yeah. they be, they're just too much bother. Exactly, yeah. When that's when, listen, we're not, we are not the Navajo Nation, God bless, and maybe it wasn't even the Navajo who did this, but let us just say there were certain American Indian tribes that used to leave their elderly by the side of the mm-hmm. road. We don't do that in this country anymore uh and that's and it goes it should go double for yeah. our animals yeah
1: <coughs> and you know, it's just it's just insane though but that people want puppies
0: mm-hmm.
1: puppies pee all over the floor mm-hmm. but that's okay mm-hmm. but it's not okay if a senior dog pees on the floor mm-hmm. I don't get that mm-hmm. I just uh, mm-hmm. it just sorry I'm, I don't want to get mad but <laughs> get
2: mad <laughs> mm-hmm. get mad but
1: it ju- yeah it just irritates me and You know, a lot of times we'll go to shelters to go get a dog and, and, you know, they'll have the sheet that that the person filled out that dumped the dog Mm -hmm. that says, why why are you relinquishing this Mm -hmm. dog? And seriously, one dog that we got, it just said, she's too old. That's all it said, (laughs) she's too old and it just when I am
2: queen the, the executions <coughs> will continue oh, yeah. around the clock mm-hmm. that's just it's yeah, what I say here. all the time and, and I'm absolutely not afraid to carry out that uh-huh. because anybody who can think like that doesn't deserve as far as I'm concerned air they just don't yeah, exactly. they just don't I like you yeah. oh no oh, oh, oh yeah oh yeah no they don't we need to
1: form a gang
2: well well listen mm-hmm. You're, you may be. You may become seriously part of the animal magnetism family <laughs> if you cool. want to contribute vegan recipes oh definitely hello <laughs> Because I have a feeling, yeah, yours are, you know, I have a feeling some of yours, but they're probably they are probably black and dark, mm, and, and it's like on how you know. Much I fry them.
1: <clears throat> yeah, right. I'm I'm bad about frying. We love <laughs> we love fried foods.
2: Was there one particular what, what was what was the animal that made you say oh senior dogs senior dogs?
1: Um, that's kind of actually difficult to say because I had two puppies that were about to be destroyed. Actually, a friend of mine in Orange County years and years ago years ago like 20 21 years ago told me about three puppies that his neighbors had that were being abused they he said the kids were kicking them like footballs. oh hang
2: on one second tony are we i'm i i feel I, see, I think i'm out of my cans i think i'm out of my headphones is this true he- okay, I well you. then, all right then.
1: And is it okay if I keep looking at you instead of the camera? I, I hope you do. Okay. This is I'm, more <laughs> I'm much more attractive. <laughs> okay, definitely, but <laughs> it just feels more real. Please do. Okay. Please so, do. So anyhow, um, and, and I hope I'm not going f- too far off topic, Go. but I just want to give you the whole
2: there were, the, build up to kids it. kids were Yeah, the, he puppies. said the kids
1: were kicking these puppies around, and he said the dogs would dig under the fence and come into his yard, and he would <sighs> feed them and water them and take care of them. The kid's dad would come over and be like giving a dogs back. And he said this went on for a couple months. I mean, the puppies, like I said, they're just puppies a couple months old. Um, my friend told me one day that he saw the dad load up the, the dogs in the back of the truck. And he went and asked him what he's doing with them. And he said, oh, I'm going to go dump them. And he's like, no, you're not. Give them to me. So, so my friend got and all three And where was dogs. this? And this was in Orange County about 21 years ago. So, <clears throat> yeah. So um, my friend... Billy and Zoom is his name. He's a he's, and a, he's and the a dog, guitar player. Did the,
2: did the man give a reason? Just out of curiosity. No, I, the kids just, the they, the kids had just had kicked the kick the shit out of the puppies, yeah, so they yeah, were done with it. Okay, exactly.
1: Yeah. And I don't know how they treated the mom. Uh, apparently the mom, I'll carry,
2: I'll guarantee yeah. you how they treated the mom. Yeah,
1: and and obviously they didn't have her sp- her spade because she got knocked up by I guess an oh, oh oh oh
2: oh oh the puppy so. mom. I thought you meant the human uh, mom. No, the puppy because I think. The, <laughs>
1: Now that, but Yeah, well, who knows how they treated the human mom either. But anyhow, um, so he called me up, and he says, okay, I've got those dogs that I can only keep one. Do you want Do you want to come down and get one? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll come down. I went down there. Um, out of the three, one was solid black. That's the one he, t- he took. The other two were identical black and tan twins. And I was like, okay, I can't separate them. Give, can. give them both to me. Uh, named them Josie and Sarah. And Josie made it to 13 years old. Sarah made it to. Go uh, ahead. I'm getting confused. I'm getting all flustered here. Go. Sarah made it to 13 and Josie made it to 17. And just over the progression of that time, watching them grow old, I mean, they were sweet all their lives, but the older they got, the sweeter Mm -hmm. they became. Mm -hmm. And during the time I had them, I met Patty at a goth club, by the way.
2: No. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, um, she started working at a dog hotel in malibu and there was one of her clients that had an elderly dog that could no longer take care of the dog so patty adopted that dog and that combined combined with my two Mm -hmm. is what got us on the road to actual adopting the senior dogs because from that point on we started seeing the need because other clients of hers were asking oh can you help me rehome my old dog? And then we started looking at shelters and we started seeing old dogs being dumped at shelters and it just evolved and escalated.
2: So you now you've been you've been rescuing dogs for twelve years, but now just last December you got a 501 C three yes, status finally. for angels in training, angels because in training. They, they really are. Let's talk money. Because basically what you need is money. Andrew's got Andrew has oh, a couple yeah. of questions as to as to what the impetus for this was. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, because, um, you know, with any 501, you, you're fundraising out the yin-yang, and one of the stories we were reading about you guys, I think that really brought it into focus how important the finances, how important the money is, is Hazel oh, yes. and what you went through with Hazel. Yeah. And, um, and to that point, with dogs, is this a moment where we encourage insurance? Because that might have counter balance some of the effects the financial effects of taking care of a senior dog but um, tell our audience a little bit about hazel and and why it's you know why one why why of course again it's important we take care of our fur babies but you know the reality is there is a there is a financial investment there's a financial investment in a puppy but it is a lifelong investment Mm -hmm. and along with that maybe that's why we should encourage pet insurance and and look into that as an option
1: pet insurance is a wonderful option except they don't offer it for senior dogs
0: right but but yes that that is an issue but when we have puppies that is the time we need to get insurance so we can keep them as senior dogs to
2: the best of your knowledge is there a like once your dog if you have pet insurance uh, and we've talked about with this with Leslie Charlson on this show um, yeah. from General Hospital. Is there a – do they cut off pet, – does pet insurance just cut off? Like if your dog reaches 12, do they cut it off?
1: I honestly don't know because back when I first had puppies, I don't even think pet insurance right, existed. Right, and, existed. and now yeah. you just yeah. deal with senior I just deal dogs. With senior, so once I get the, them, the insurance companies won't do it. We've looked into it. I can't remember the names of the companies, but we've we've looked. and That might read. be
2: something that we should tackle on this show. Oh
1: Yeah, I wish there was some way to advocate for – an insurance company for senior dogs that'd be amazing because it might actually help people keep their dogs too and not dump them right
2: okay so right, right. Interesting. Because that, that's
1: part of the reason they get dumped too because health issues i mean so many times mm-hmm. we'll go to a shelter and adopt a dog that that was dumped you know like i said before just because they're old but other times it's because they they needed a surgery that the people right. couldn't pay for so Good. they just dumped the dog
2: so you want to start mm-hmm. a sanctuary Yes. And you need money to buy the property. (laughs) Now, we are going to have up on the Animal Magnetism website page um, on on www.ubnradio.com. We're going to have all the links to you. And may I just say, I'm going to put this out here. You need to start an Instagram page, my friend.
1: I do. I've yes,
2: you do. There's no excuse. Okay? None of that. None of that. I'm so Started. behind the times. That's, n- listen, <laughs> listen. If I can do it, the world's number one Luddite, you can do it. <clears throat> okay? But an Instagram page could net you, I mean, tremendous amount of support. We're going to have uh, phone numbers, website, Facebook page, every place that you can donate to this wonderful 501c3 angels in training. Now... <clears throat> Are you planning? This is going to be a place where people can bring. I don't want to say dump. I hate that. <coughs> yeah, I use that word because, because it's true. It's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. If you have a senior dog and you dump your dog, you are incurring, uh, incurring major bad karma points. And I will simply say you're not a very good person. Yeah. So there you go. I like that. So yes. deal with that. Um, what uh, are you in? In addition to having a hopefully a sprawling sanctuary for senior dogs. Mm-hmm. Now, you are going to have to then take on the responsibility for the surgeries, the healthcare, mm-hmm. the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you that money will go a for purchasing the property mm-hmm. and b for having you know a part time vet, yeah. the, all of all of these all of these facilities. Yeah, exactly. How far the- along are you?
1: Well, considering we just got our five hundred one C three in okay. December, all right. Well, listen, just a few months ago, everyone
2: has to have a we're, have a have a first day. We're not right? very
1: far along at all. Luckily, <clears throat> um, as as you know, I don't have an Instagram. I have a Facebook page, and just through the Facebook page, through friends, we've we've got some <laughs> great donations. But actually, just through friends outside of Facebook, we've got some wonderful donations that have actually helped us take care of a bunch of medical procedures Excellent. for the dogs already Excellent. this year. But so far, all the donations that are coming in are going right out to our vet. Right, <laughs> you know? okay. So, okay. so there's, there's no stockpiling of money yet. So
2: basically, we need a plot of land,
1: people. Yes.
2: We need a large, I would say maybe seven-acre parcel of that land. That would be
1: wonderful. Okay. And, and what, what we're actually, what I'm hoping for is to still be somewhere near L.A. because everything mm-hmm. I do is involved in L.A., mm-hmm. the, the music scene. Every, Santa
2: Monica Mountains. That's yeah, going to be lovely. everything.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the problem is... L.A. has very strict guidelines regarding the amount of animals you can have in certain areas. So we'd have to find a location where we could get a conditional use permit Mm -hmm. to have a sanctuary. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, uh, we have lots of friends in Malibu. Um, Mm -hmm. Our vet is actually in Malibu. We Mm -hmm. have lots of friends there. A friend last year tried buying a property up Latigo Canyon Mm -hmm. to have as a a senior dog sanctuary, Mm -hmm. and they were going to let us be on their land as Mm -hmm. part of it. Malibu said no. Well, so we have I'll. to find a place <laughs> that will say yes.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, in addition to having space mm-hmm. for the dogs that are brought to you, mm-hmm. um, does Angels in Training plan on having, because um, I think this would be wonderful, sort of on-staff vets and, and facilities for people to bring their dogs who still want to keep their dogs?
1: Well, I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: they? it's like look, I'm I'm I if if I don't get this done, um then I will have to give up my dog mm. because it's a it's going to be a choice between feeding me or the dog and you nor know, I would feed my dog. Yeah. But I Same get here. that. We get that. We get that. Yeah. Um so can you can Angels in Training help me? Will you perhaps say, "Look, we can offset the cost of some of this. You've got to pay this, but we can help offset the cost of this because you, hopefully, at that point, will be getting so no, many I would, dollars." I would
1: love to do I that. It's, it's weird that I haven't even thought. I'm, I was so focused <clears throat> on. Well, Patty and I were so focused on just taking in the dogs that need us. But yeah, that's, that's why actually, we're here. There that's are no. A there really are thought. no coincidences. Yeah, exactly, because um, because part of our our thing is. And, oh, did I interrupt? No, 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 no. Okay. Just just because
2: okay. that that could be a dual purpose. That could
1: totally be dual purpose. And because here's another thing that that. I don't know if it's really related to that or not, but another dream of ours is, you know, to have the large property, have a large facility, maybe maybe a guest house or a large enough house to have an extra room in it. So, so if people wanted to come and help, like, take care of the dogs, of like, course. volunteer, they could of stay course. there. Or if a contributor, almost like a and b type thing. Of course. If a contributor gave us some money and they wanted to come spend the night with the dogs, they could of do course. that. But then who knows? Maybe, maybe what you mentioned if somebody's down on their luck, has as a senior dog needs a place to stay a night or two with their of dogs.
2: Course. Well, I say several guest houses on the property, and okay. one could be one <laughs> could be. Big. I do think big, and and also one could. Well, you could have a room for a vet, a DMV, DBM. DVM, <laughs> a DMV. No, <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Uh, a DVM doctor of veterinary medicine (laughs) resident a student in training yeah see that would be wonderful partner up with partner up with a a veterinary clinic and say Mm -hmm. come up here and learn and 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 have do a residency program
1: that's another thing we thought about (laughs) um the funny thing is like i said we only got the 501c3 last last year but we had actually we've been wanting it for years Mm -hmm. but it's a a hassle it is a hassle yeah exactly
2: but you did it think about how many people would walk away
1: exactly but but years years ago um I, I forgot to send you the link to this. Years ago, somebody actually did a little film on us and our senior dogs. And I don't know why I didn't think to if send you, you the send, link, but I will you send, send it to you. If you send
2: us the link, then we will put it up on the website. Yeah. Yes. But, but says the,
1: yes. the person that, that did this actually sat down with us one time because they were helping someone else to open a dog sanctuary. It was just for all dogs, like all ages or whatever. And But they showed us their, I don't know, their like guidelines on what they were wanting. And a lot of it was very similar to what we're we're wanting for it. and part of that is they actually had a, a vet clinic on their premises and we were like yeah if we could do that that'd be so amazing and so it's cool that you brought that up too well if anyone
2: out there in, on, in my listenership is listening and and has ideas and <clears throat> so possibly has ideas for partnerships land uh if you want to donate some land i don't know outside of well, maybe ventura county
1: see we're <laughs> thinking that too because we, we actually know people in ventura county with <laughs> animal services mm-hmm. and and the Humane <coughs> Society of Ventura County in Ojai, which they're actually wonderful yes. people.
2: Yes, HSUS, mm. bad. They are bad. Mm. They only donate 2% of what they take in on the federal level locally. So yeah. we never want to give to them. Yeah. Never. But the HSUS locally in Ojai, give to them. Yeah. Ojai See, Valley. See, that's,
1: that's the thing, too. Like, yeah, People think they're all the one and the same, but they're not. They're, they're not. not. They're not. Um,
2: <laughs> um, Ojai Valley would be a spectacular it, place.
1: It'd be wonderful, yeah. And it's, it's, it's close enough <coughs> to L.A.,
2: where people could drive people there? people could drive there. Right. Yeah,
1: it's, it's beautiful. And, yeah, Upper Ojai, there's, like, big plots of land up there that's just beautiful and amazing, but out of our price range.
2: <laughs> Maybe not.
1: <laughs> Maybe not. That, we'll see. See, that, <clears throat> that's the awful thing, too. The only things that are in our price range right now are three hours away from L.A., like out in Kern County. <laughs> and we could get 20 acres, a 2,000-square-foot house for $150,000 right now. But it's in Kern County. I got gotcha. you. The nearest gas station to these <clears throat> properties is an hour. I got gotcha. you. The nearest vet is who knows.
2: I got gotcha. you. And I, no, you no. know,
1: I we think need... it would be detrimental to us to be that far away. Because if there was an emergency, we needed to get a baby to a vet, mm-hmm. we're screwed.
2: We need, we need, a, we need about seven acres of land in Ventura County, folks. Start working.
1: Ventura, County. <clears throat> also in LA County, Agoura Hills. Agoura is really open. To animals now. For for years, they on their books they, they wouldn't allow um, kennels. They lifted that law, and all of a sudden, dog kennels are popping up.
2: Well, so maybe I'm always
1: thinking maybe Ventura. I mean, Ventura. I mean, Nagura would Agura be open Hills. to that. Would be wonderful, a, a wonderful.
2: And we'll get somebody like the Kardashians to pay the property taxes every year. <laughs> we can call it the Angels in Training slash Kim Kardashian senior senior dog center. Why not? <clears throat> Why not? They've got so much money; they can they can afford, right? Do something. Do something. Do, so- do something with all of that long sex as tape Kanye money.
1: Doesn't come over. Do something
2: <laughs> with the sex tape money, <clears throat> please. Um, so we're going to have everything. Give a shout out for yourself right now. Where can people find you and donate?
1: Um, basically, our, <coughs> our website is angelsintrainingsanctuary.com. dot com. Somebody else already had angels and training, and they wanted too much money for us to buy it.
2: <laughs> well, naturally, yeah.
1: So we Sanctuary dot com is the website. Um, You can look us up on Facebook. If you want to look me up personally on Facebook, it's Gator McRedrum, because Facebook wouldn't let me say McMurder. So so I spelled it McRedrum, like, you know, redrum. You're a
2: shining (laughs) example of how to twist, (laughs) get it, of how to twist, twist everything to your, twist it to your advantage. Um, I was
1: raised by a preacher.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right, whose hearts and minds we are still hoping to change, Pops. <laughs> so this is Faye. Where's O.C.? Where's, O.C. Where's, where's O-C? O.C.?
1: she's under the table. She's over by him.
2: <laughs> oh. Aww. Fabulous. What yeah. kind of, what kind of, and how old is O.C.?
1: Um, O.C. is about 12, 13. We don't know. She was a stray. Oh. And how old's Faye? Faye, um, our vet, thinks he's maybe like 13. She Love was it. also a stray. Love and, it. And they, they both have interesting At stories. At what age but,
2: is a dog considered senior?
1: That's the funny thing. Most mm-hmm. people consider dogs seniors at like six. Some people say eight. I mean, a lot of people.
2: <laughs>
1: we've got three seventeen-year-olds. Well then, I well so. then I
2: then I have three senior dogs because all of my dogs are seven and they're not seniors at all.
1: I know, and that's <clears> the weirdest <throat> thing. You you will see that so many times, or at least we see it a lot. I don't know if you do, but we see a lot of people saying, "Oh, my dog's so old. He's six now," and we're like. Okay. Oh, man. Really? man, 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 mm. man,
2: man, 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 man. Um, listen, we uh we 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 are we are about to go to our second guest, uh okay. Ginny Wiseman. Cool. Will you come back? Oh, I would love to and uh, and please stay stay through of course stay through the stay through the rest of the program. Um to. just as a tangential, ladies and gentlemen, I actually had to put Mona my beautiful my beautiful animals, um, I had to send her across the Rainbow Bridge mm. um uh about about a week and a half ago. Ella Sorry. Ella, my oh. senior cat, she was seventeen. I know. I know, and uh, what's interesting is that I had an in-home DVM come, and it's really the way to go. I'm going to strongly suggest that Um, they're comfortable, they're they know they're loved, they're surrounded by you and someone else who's just very very kind to them. And um, I will uh, I I will give the name of the DVM because I don't want to make sure I get I can't get it wrong, but I want to make sure I get it right uh, on the next episode. Um, But she was just um, Shana Gross or Shauna Gross uh, DVM just exceptional and it was a very very difficult thing to do but she made it so much easier so i get it it's extremely tough i was i was a wreck four days and i still i still am but 17 she had a good life and the thing about at
1: home is a wonderful thing our babies one of the favorite places for them to be is in our we bought a ford excursion just for the dogs, so we could haul them all around yeah um a lot we've let a lot of them go in the the excursion mm-hmm. with with everyone surrounded, all the course. babies them yeah. because that's one of their favorite places. Like you want to go in the car, boom, they all run. So exactly. So a lot of them when they it's time to go over the bridge, they've been in the excursion with all the others around. They're them.
2: they're they're taking an excursion. Yep. For their next excursion. Yep. Thank you so no so much. Thank you. And remember, people, even a quarter helps. Donate, yeah. donate, and then donate some more. All right, Angels in Training Sanctuary Gator. McRedrum, McMurder, <laughs> Mick, Mick, McMurtry, McAllen, Mick, <laughs> McManus. Mick <laughs> Mick, Mick McMillan Mick, and wife. McMillan <laughs> and wife. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I no, 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 no. My my pleasure. Um, we're gonna take. Actually, we're not. We're not gonna take a break. We're gonna go straight in. Cause is 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 our fabulous uh, is Ginny on the phone? I am. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I her. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm say, say say that again. Well, oh, oh, did she lose us? Are we there? No. You, I, I can hear you. Oh, I can hear you. It's all, right. all good. Okay. This is very, very exciting. Good. Now, Ginny is very interesting because I met Ginny last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Through there some. There no coincidence They're never.
2: So they're never ever are there she uh we were at uh, we were at a birthday party for a friend and jenny and i started talking and she is a wonderful animal advocate she is a chicago girl born and raised but she decided to give up freezing in the winter and now spends uh spends her days in palm springs and you you're you are doing something extraordinary you were a television producer you were on you were in radio uh directing producing etc but now you are sort of dedicated to to adopt finding uh adopting out dogs and cats in Palm Springs specifically Palm Springs to the Palm Springs community and so tell us a little bit about your your particular venture
3: well it's uh my passion as you can tell from our conversation of last course. night and Thank you so much, uh, Carolyn, for having me on this morning. What a, what a wonderful surprise. I was just coming to spend the weekend with our mutual friends, and uh, here and I, I am on the radio. That's right. I said, uh, I said what are you doing for about 15 so, minutes tomorrow morning? Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm from Chicago, which is where this idea for the pet ministry started. Uh, it began in the 90s at the church that I attended in Chicago called uh, Unity in Chicago, a non-denominational church. And we moved into a new building that had been a elks um hall uh, and it was in need of major renovation and uh they found a mother cat and their kitten her kittens there and um, then a couple there was a couple that were ministers, and the couple were so animal um, advocates as you call us that um, Reverend Sarah said, Well, let's try to find a home for this cat and the kittens through the congregation. We have several hundred people coming on a Sunday. And so they brought the cat and the kittens to the service, and she decided to call it the pet ministry. So I became a volunteer for that group in Chicago, probably in the mid 90s. And we would every week bring animals to the church, either owner surrenders or from the uh, shelters. And it became such a popular part of our service. And adopted about literally hundreds, if not thousands, of animals over the years. That we also decided to support that ministry by um, getting donations right there on Sunday morning. Um, and we started doing uh, bake sales. So I would run the bake sales, and people would be so generous. We'd have muffins and cookies and cakes. A lot of it was homemade, but some of it I would just buy from the Lee outlet. And people would <laughs> yes. put twenty dollars in my yeah, would put a twenty dollar in my jar, you know, and take for, a muffin. Yeah, you know, for yeah, for a couple <laughs> yeah, so I would raise hundreds hundreds of dollars on a Sunday. We got low cost spay and neutering at the different vets, and we did a lot of TNR then uh, tap neuter, trap, neuter, and release for the cats. So we would go to paws in Chicago. They would they would uh, neuter and stay for us for ten dollars. Uh, it was so the money would go really really far to really help the feral cat population. So I did that for um, all the while I was at I, I was at that church for a long time, twenty years. So when I moved to palm springs uh reverend terry co whitaker was a client of mine i was a literary agent at the time uh when mark de carlo our mutual friend was my client also and um i said where do i find a church terry after all these years of going to unity in chicago and doing my pet ministry she said i have the place for you and she had spoken at the center for spiritual living and I got there, and I was home the day I was there. Right. So then I thought, how do I open the subject to start the pet ministry? And I asked for a mm-hmm. sign from God. And about a couple of months after I was there, the minister walks out with his two new labradoodles because he's allergic, and he had two allergic, <laughs> uh, two little puppies that he wasn't allergic to, labradoodles. And then the associate minister comes out and says, I was given a dog yesterday that somebody found on the streets, and they couldn't keep it. And so I thought, oh, my God, God, that is That's a it. sign. And so after, after the service was over, I went up to uh, Reverend Maxine and I said, Reverend Maxine, if you couldn't have kept that little dog, what would you have done? Because she did yoga that morning, and the dog started rolling on the floor with her. So she called it yoga because the dog was doing yoga with her. And I said, What if you couldn't have kept yoga? And she said, Well, Gin- Ginny, I don't know what I would have done. And I said, Well, you wouldn't want to take it to the shelter because it wouldn't have been a very good outcome. And she said, Well, then what do you do? And I said, Let me tell you about the pet ministry. Right. Right. So eight years ago, it was born at this church that I was able to take uh, my ministry from Chicago here. And um, so we do that one Sunday a month and how it works and what i really like to put out to your listeners is how easy this is to do at your own church and churches are now there's some even episcopal churches in my area that allow you to bring the dogs into the service we don't do that as much because the minister is allergic and there are some right. people that are right but here's what we do we bring the dogs we have a beautiful patio for meet and greet after the services I get dogs, again, from owner-surrenders, from the shelters, from different rescues I work with. And from September to May, when it's not too hot in Palm Springs on the patio, we bring them to the church. And I have five, six, sometimes seven or eight dogs, sometimes cats there. And we have two services uh, in season, as we call it. This time of year, we can have 600 people there on a Sunday between two services. They come out. Oh, we walk the dogs through the service at the end of the service. We get the ooh and ah factor, as we call it. We walk the dogs to the sanctuary, and everybody gets to see what we have. They come out to the patio, and we get a lot of adoptions that way. We do what a, what a shelter, the rescues do, do home checks, and you check out people, we fill out applications. We get either you know an adoption fee of 100 to $150 because we, we send them out completely ready to go, all medical services, spayed, neutered. We send them with food. We try to pair seniors with seniors. I heard your previous guest um what a wonderful man and what a wonderful idea he's doing. We do try to pair the seniors, and then the pet ministry will help them with medical expenses in the future. We try to do that because sometimes it is a choice between the dog's medicine and their medicine, right. and we do try to help them with, with the medicine. So people, again, are throwing $20 in my jar, and on a Sunday I've raised as much as five $600 dollars. With just selling baked goods, and that money gets turned around for the medical expenses for the spaying and neutering, and sometimes I even get calls from people saying I have to put my dog down and I can't afford to do it, so we help, you know, with that also. Right. And it is, it is the joy of my life, Carolyn. It's, it's. Um, I'm going to get for Clem talking. Please about it. Do. We do. We encourage. We encourage for Clem because, Is welcome. <laughs> because, because i've seen it there isn't a sunday that people don't come up to me years later saying how their dog changed their life you know i I say in the video that they showed on my anniversary that we know that dogs uh, lower our blood pressure you know sometimes they just give us a reason to get up in the morning they are true companions
2: animals rescue you they rescue you the general you of course of course of course of course they do we say that who rescued who you know, exactly. It, it
3: is a it is a mutual <clears throat> rescue it is.
2: There are certain toggle yeah. switches in our in our in our little personal spaceships that don't get flipped. We can't flip them ourselves and animals do that and we become fuller, mm-hmm. more whole, more evolved, more human. We become more, when we have animals mm-hmm. in our life, we become more human. It's just it's it's just that simple. Well, I'm actually going to hook you up with Gator by they, the way. <laughs> I'm going to hook I'm you sorry? up. I'm going to hook you up with my previous guest, Gator McMurder McRedrum McMurtry. Oh, um, please! Because, 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 because. Well, it's an interesting idea because he might want to have. He's still in the studio, by the way. Um, he might want to have perhaps an adoption. Maybe somebody who's specifically looking for a senior dog, and you've got those senior yep. dogs, and and you have them, well, and you happened. have them as well.
3: It <laughs> happened last night at the party. I made a call last night when we were sitting on, <laughs> at the party. Evan and Robin. Uh, Evan's father, uh, they want to get him a dog, and, and something came through on the phone that there was an elderly person who died, and they're looking for a place for his dog, and if uh, the dog yeah. is already used to being, because his father's 83, so I'm already working, <laughs> working on no it. No coincidences.
2: No coincidences. Yeah, networking. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, other
3: thing, <clears throat> the other thing about bringing the dogs to the church, if there isn't somebody on the patio that day that's adopting, mm-hmm. They are taking pictures of the dogs and putting them on Facebook. They're sending them to their friends and neighbors saying, oh, my neighbor's lost their dog. I think they'd be interested in this. It's really the networking that gets the dogs adopted. We send them through email. We put them on, on uh, all their different social media. And that's why I'd like to work with your friends. Yeah. Oh, and, and when you were talking about looking for property, you know, the, um, how did Leo Grillo, who we talked about last night, get around the, the uh, restrictions? Because he's not that far from he's L.A. Not he's not that far. He's got a huge property.
2: Uh interesting question. Let, uh interesting question. Let me do a little research. Are you familiar yeah, Gator with Delta Rescue?
1: I know the name. I'm not Okay, you know will be.
2: Personally. You will be. Um yeah. yeah, it's 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 this is this is this is I'm I'm the animal yenta. Oops. I just connect. I connect, <laughs> yeah. connect, connect. Um yeah. because it's because okay. it's now so so important. Um where can people find you, Ginny?
3: <clears throat> okay, um I am on Facebook at uh, the pet ministry csl That's in Center for Spiritual Living. So it's Pet Ministry CSL. We have a Facebook page. We also have a PetMinistryCSL.com. They can also reach me at, and uh, can email me at Ginny at PetMinistryCSL.com. And um, I'm happy to give out my phone number. Go ahead. Call me. Please do. Uh, My number in in Palm Springs is 760-459-7802. You can text me or call me on that. If you have a dog that, uh, you, you know, in the area that you need to surrender or also um, if you're looking for a dog. Uh, but this has been a wonderful opportunity, and I, I really think if we all continue to work together, we can do what we're trying to do in the Coachella Valley, and that's make it no-kill. We're going to a no-kill nation here, and it's already happened in Delaware it's happened in different parts of the country, in different counties, and Coachella is getting close to that. That means that 92 percent of the animals come out alive right. instead of 50 to 60 percent right. when right. they go into a county right. shelter. Brilliant. So that is The work what you're doing is
2: extraordinary, Jenny. Just extraordinary. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on the show. Will you come back?
3: I absolutely will. And Fantastic. I hope to see you again soon. Well, you Thank will. You,
2: you will. You, I think you're seeing me tomorrow for a little luncheon, at some sort of ladies' club. Oh, for the lunch. Whatever. Okay, great. That's just great. for the ladies oh. who lunch. Okay, fine. Um, I am, uh, I'm, I'm going to come down and visit you and see what you do on a Sunday. And uh, maybe do a show oh, from I there. Love that. that would be a lot of fun. Thank you, it. thank I you, think thank some,
3: you. There's some people I want to connect you with to do shows. You, you've got you got, you've got a lot of guests that I can I can suggest.
2: Fantastic. We need guests. We love guests of all stripes and types. Um, okay, listeners, what an amazing show! Two incredible guests. Uh, we're going to sign off now. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. But uh, remember, uh, first of all, I have to thank Andrea Compton. Andrea, we love you. Yeah. Love you too. We love you from from Seattle. God bless. Thank you Jenny Wiseman, for being on the show. Thank you Gator Mac <laughs> Watt Evs <laughs> Mac M. Thank you. Uh thank you so much for being here. We're going to see what we can do in terms of connecting you with people who might be able to help you that'd, in your endeavor. Be amazing and and uh and uh and you know, and you can expand on your initial theme and I think probably be the be the elder dog <laughs> You know, the go-to for the elder dogs. Tony Sweet, the handsomest man in radio. Thank you so much for for doing what you do, man. I love you. Okay, that's me. And I didn't get for Clemp today, which is very unusual. Listeners... In everything you do, first of all, remember, a dollar goes a long way. Give, 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 and then give some more. We have so many charities that we talk about on this show. Any one of them needs your quarters, your 50-cent pieces, your dollars, your pieces of eight, your two bits, you know, your wah, 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 some some, some yen and some bot. whatever. Give. And in everything that you do, always remember to cultivate the preservationist heart. Animals... They don't need us, but we sure as hell need them. So treat them with all the love, respect, and kindness with which you might not treat your family. Okay? There you go. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.
3: Something tells me it's all happening at the zoo.
0: I do believe it. I do believe it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Giraffes are insincere And the elephants are kindly But they're dumb Orangutans are skeptical Of changes in their cages And the zookeeper is very fond of rum Zebras are reactionaries And
3: delnopes are missionaries